0: this podcast is a segment of the book godly grit scheduled for publication in late spring or early summer 2021 it will be available at amazon as a kindle ebook in paperback and as an audiobook we live in an age of abundance we have a wealth of food distractions entertainment possessions, and an overabundance of information. We have all we could need, but we still want more. With all we have, you would think that we would also have an abundance of contentment. Instead, we have a wealth of discontentment. It does not matter if you have a lot or have just enough to survive. We all struggle with the same significant issues. Suicide and addiction rates are climbing as we continue to anguish amid our affluence. We struggle with factors that have been the cause of turmoil since the first man, Adam. So you may be wealthy or you may be impoverished. You may be famous or you may feel insignificant. Your status does not matter. We all struggle with the same issues. We all wrestle with the pain of feeling isolated and alone. We all struggle with our meaning and purpose. We are all crushed by an awareness of our weakness and how powerless we are where it matters. We all walk under the dark cloud of our mortality as we work hard to deny our eventual demise. We struggle under the weight of emptiness with a felt distance between ourselves and our Creator. These are the burdens we all share. These burdens cause unbearable pain and cry out for relief. We now live our lives focused on personal comfort at any cost. We become self-centered and self-protective. Our actions only increase our awareness of our isolation meaninglessness, powerlessness, frailty, and emptiness. So we push and strive even harder. We treat obstacles as offenses and become bitter in our relentless striving for comfort. As we reach out for support, what we get in return is misery. This overwhelming misery is experienced emotionally and physically and does not have a successful psychological, Or medical cure. So what is the answer to this plague of despair? When God created Adam, he placed him in a world he defined as being very good. With the breath of God, Adam awoke with a body and a spirit. Adam was different from the rest of the animals. Adam possessed the image of God. Somewhere in the intricate sequencing of humanity's DNA, is the original, God-breathed image. This image has the capacity for intimate, meaningful relationships with God and fellow man. This image was made for beneficial work that has meaning and purpose. Work that can and would be fulfilling. The image also has a capacity for creativity and power. It can accomplish a plan with a purpose. This image was made to be immortal with the full awareness and appreciation of eternity. The understanding of death was not part of this image. This image also fostered a thorough knowledge that man was more than a physical being. A man was also a spiritual being and within that spiritual part is where access to contentment existed. Adam was complete as God intended. His body and his spirit were alive and well. But like all men since, Adam wanted more. He turned his back on God and in the process opened the door for humanity's ongoing struggles. Since that time, man has been living with a fractured image. The image was to be our glory, but has become the source of our anguish. In our anguish and turmoil, there is some good news. God has provided a path of reconciliation so we can live today as God originally intended. We do not have to remain stuck in the mud of relentless misery. Henry David Thoreau said, The mass of men lead lives of quiet desperation and die with their song still inside them. Is that how you would like to live your life? a life of despair where you bury your potential, or would you like to live your life with creativity and enthusiasm? We have this overbearing weight in our chest that communicates that something fundamental is not right. This weight has the power to hobble us and prevent personal growth. This weight is experienced as intense boredom, the awful pain of loss or failure, the tension of irresolvable conflict, the anguish of inadequacy, the oppressive darkness of aloneness, the despair of hopelessness, the restlessness of meaninglessness, and the angst of perpetual uncertainty. The source of this angst is the existential strongholds. These strongholds are existential in that they are present in all humans. They are realities that are part of our essence. They are burdens in that they are a load we must carry, no matter how oppressive or worrisome. No one else can take these burdens for you. Every moment of our lives is pregnant with the potential for an existential crisis when we become paralyzed by questions regarding our life. Does our life have any meaning, purpose, or value? We are at some level, deep within our being, aware of this potential and the impact it could have. We do our best to keep a lid on this angst through distractions, actions, denial, and superstitions. We live in an age ripe with the potential for an existential crisis, where the man of quiet desperation is not so quiet anymore. Suppose we are to have any hope of living a full and meaningful life. In that case, we need to address the following existential issues the burden of isolation, the burden of meaninglessness, the burden of responsibility, the burden of mortality, and the weight of spiritual emptiness. We need to recognize and tear down these strongholds. If we do not address these areas, we will be ensuring our place as one of the people Thoreau describes as living a life of quiet desperation. Yes, we may have fleeting moments of delight, but are more likely to have seasons of despair as our distractions show themselves to be inadequate. These existential strongholds are a powerful force. If left unaddressed, they can lead to despair, greed, bitterness, anger, depleted resilience, and lost potential. If, on the other hand, you acknowledge these areas and they are accepted and appropriately addressed, they can be a source of unbelievable energy, creativity, and spiritual awakening. If we desire to be the vibrant, creative humans that God intended, then we need a plan for dealing with these profoundly troubling issues. In Psalms 39, verse 6, we read, We live our lives like those living in shadows. All our activities and energies are spent on things that pass away. We gather, we hoard, we cling to our things only to leave them all behind for who knows who. Do you feel you are living in a shadow? Do you think your life has passed? You work hard, consider others, act justly, are compassionate and empathetic, yet it is all for what? You still feel alone and useless with no apparent purpose. We are all aware of this potential for an existential crisis and the impact it could have. Instead, we do our best to keep it caged and live our busy lives disconnected from each other, confused about our purpose, abandoning our potential, feeding our desires, and starving our soul. So, what are these strongholds that affect all men? Firstly, is the stronghold of isolation. Isolation and the reality that even though we live in a world of many others, we often feel, and are, very isolated and alone. You can experience isolation at different levels. There is interpersonal isolation, where you feel physically isolated from others. You can also experience isolation as intrapersonal isolation, where, in the presence of even loving, positive relationships, There are areas where secrets exist, and there is a felt distance in the relationship. There is also existential isolation, where it is impossible ever to experience another human being's subjectivity. In other words, nobody knows me, and I don't really know anyone else. We live with a fear of rejection. We need to be aware of this reality, be willing to explore its significance, and accept it for what it is. It is important to realize everyone else experiences this same sense of isolation. We live in a crowd of isolated individuals. Another existential issue we struggle with is meaninglessness. Searching for meaning is a reality of human life. What it boils down to is the question, why are we here or why do we exist? We can pursue meaning on three levels. We can seek false meaning, transitory meaning, or ultimate meaning. False meaning is the type of meaning or purpose that is often just a pleasant or unpleasant diversion. It is the pursuit of activities for immediate pleasure that often are harmful. In the long run, the pursuit of food, drink, drugs, money, power, or any other action considered immediately pleasurable is not connected to any form of lasting meaning. These pursuits can be a useful diversion from the angst of these existential burdens for a season, but they will eventually be inadequate if they don't kill you first. Transitory meaning is where the pursuit is not destructive, but neither does it give any lasting meaning or purpose. Developing skills, achieving success, receiving education, and pursuing beneficial interests may not harm us. They keep us busy and distracted, but do not provide any ultimate or lasting meaning. We find ultimate meaning through a relationship with something or someone greater than us. This ultimate meaning transcends the other issues of relationship, mortality, and choice and could put those other areas into a proper perspective. The question is, how do you find this meaning? The burden of free choice is another existential stronghold. We are in the privileged and yet the terrifying position of being able to create who we are through the choices we make. The frightening part is that it's our personal and individual responsibility to make those choices. If you abandon your responsibility through living as a victim with bitterness, fear or anger, you are also giving up your power and ability to create a new you. It is ultimately your choice. A choice that should be freedom and not a hindrance. Another existential stronghold is the burden of mortality. Our eventual death is an issue all human beings face. For many people, the subconscious anxiety caused by a fear of death is behind their daily anguish. This fear is a reality we need to acknowledge and accept. It is not healthy to live oblivious to death or to live in constant fear of death. If you value and count your days, you are more likely to use them wisely. Lastly is the stronghold of spiritual emptiness, a self-centered life disconnected from God and the universe. Wrestling with how we fit in this complex universe is a significant burden. As individuals, we are our only experience of the world, and that experience is very inadequate. God's creation is a complex entity of which we are only a small part. No matter how much we study and investigate, much of it remains a mystery. How we fit into this grand design is a cause for anguish. We know there is a designer and we know we are not that designer. How should we relate to the designer? These existential strongholds can either hold us in a pit of despair or direct us to a well of creative energy. Unresolved issues with the existential strongholds can cause an undercurrent of unrest. This unrest is painful boredom that is unsettling, troubling, and at times feels like insanity. Even though we may not be able to identify it, we know something is wrong and we need to do something, anything, to lessen the pain. This unrest drains our resilience, energy, vitality, and drive. It becomes a distraction from moving ahead with life. We are left carrying a heavy burden and we are left drained and discouraged. We abandon our creativity and potential as we must use all our resources to carry the weight. The discomfort caused by these existential strongholds demands a solution, some level of comfort that will allow us to continue living our lives and not remain stuck in an existential crisis. We are willing to gain this comfort with little regard for the cost. Our motto becomes, comfort at any cost. We are eager to spend whatever we must in the passionate pursuit of comfort through distractions like drugs, alcohol, hobbies, sports, entertainment, relationships, or work. But this feverish pursuit never brings us any substantial or lasting comfort. The relentless pursuit of pleasure leads to disaster. We are left drained, disappointed, and in despair. The anguish caused by this life of quiet desperation can be consuming. It leaves us with no resilience and no desire to move ahead with our lives. At this point, we have lost our creativity and options for our future seem non-existent. It is no wonder people in this state bury themselves in drugs, alcohol, or self-destructive activities. It is not a big step from consuming anguish to terminal despair, a life of depression, chronic anxiety, psychosis, or suicide. These issues are part of all our lives. They are part of what it means to be human. Most often, These strongholds take us on a path of slow destruction. But as we shall see, if handled productively, God's way can have the power to transform us and awaken our creativity and potential. I invite you to join me on this challenging journey to explore these strongholds and see if we can find a path of freedom and potential the way leading us back to God, and the restoration of our God image.